Welcome back to The Dad Chronicle. I'm your host, I'm Alex Albisu. This is episode 35. As always, you can go back and listen to other stories where we talk about fatherhood by visiting thedadchronicle.com. Today, I wanted to share something a little bit obvious. Your infections suck. I mean, they kind of suck. All right, so Ari has been dealing with an ear infection, I would say for the past uh, week or two, and I noticed it, and Deanna noticed it, when she was tugging on her ears. Now, a kid her age, you typically see them tugging at their ears, especially when they're teething. I remember when Aria was first teething, she hadn't even popped any teeth yet. She was tugging at her ears so much that we actually prompted, or that prompted, rather, a trip to the pediatrician. And they said that it wasn't the wrong decision because better safe than sorry, but they said that that was just her simply teething. And wouldn't you know it, a couple days later, her bottom teeth popped out. And so over the past couple weeks, when we started noticing she was grabbing at her ears, we just thought, you know what, it's probably just teething all over again. But better safe than sorry, like the doctor said. So we took her back and they said, yep, she's got a really bad ear infection on her left ear. Good thing you brought her in. They gave us some amoxicillin and, you know, came home and been giving it to her for the past eh, about a week or so. Now, if you're a parent out there listening to this, you're probably very familiar with ear infections. It's so common with kids. But what is really important is that if you start noticing this sort of behavior, the the fussiness, the whining, and the fact that they're pulling at their ears so much, it's really important to get this checked out. If you don't get an ear infection looked at or addressed, it in some cases, it could lead to the kid going deaf. And that's obviously not a good thing. So better safe than sorry. I just highly recommend that you are better safe than sorry. You don't want to go down that road. It's not worth it. Even if you have to pay some kind of little office visit, the peace of mind is well worth it. So something that you should know about Aria is that she hates to be picked at. So you could imagine what it's like when we're trying to give her the amoxicillin. So when they give you amoxicillin, they give you this like, this uh, little, I, I don't know, it's like a bottle, right? And then they flavor it. So I went up to the lady at the counter at the pharmacy and she's, she had to mix it. And I was like, okay, and what flavors do you have? And she stated that she started out with bubble gum, but she could change it. And they, she listed off all these different things. Basically, it came down to your common fruit flavored things. And Aria was pretty familiar with the cherry flavored um, Tylenol. If you guys are familiar with that, it comes like with a little syringe and, you know, we have been giving it to her for some teething episodes where she was just really fussy. And I said, well, you know what, let's switch it up to cherry. And she said, okay, she goes back there. You know, I see her just kind of doing some stuff on a counter and uh, voila, there she hands me a bottle and, and she says, shake it up before you give it to her, keep it refrigerated. It'll taste better for her. Okay, great. So over the past week... We have had to pin her down in order to give this stuff to her. And part of me is like, okay, maybe it's just because she hates to be picked at. That's probably very true. But also, I really don't think this stuff tastes very good, (laughs) at least from the way it smells. I'm actually allergic to amoxicillin, so I couldn't give it the the old college try and, and try, like, 
take a little drop of it or something and see what it tasted like. But it kind of smelled like she took the original bubble gum and then threw cherry on top of it, which I don't think is super appetizing. So along with hating to be picked at, and then something that probably doesn't taste very good, she's sitting there screaming. And this, guys, this is where it gets heartbreaking. She's like, you know, she's starting to say dad, dad, mama way more. And, of course, I'm the one, you know, kind of pinning her down. She's yelling, dad, 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 like, you know, and crying. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm am I hurting my kid? But, no, at the, at the end of the day, it's helping her get better. We noticed that, you know, a combination of that and the Tylenol was helping her kind of get through the night uh, for about a night or so. And then the sleep regression happened, and it got really brutal. Now, if you've been listening to this show for a while, you've probably heard me mention here and there about how part of my struggles as a parent is that I tend to get a little bit frustrated when Arya is crying and there's nothing that I can do to help her. That is so especially true over the past week, week and a half, where Arya has been dealing with all of this teething, all of the, all of these problems with her ear. And it's just been, it's been killing me. And what I wanted to share with you guys is, you know, some of the, the horror stories over the past yeah week or so. Um, Arya has been waking up at about 11 PM. You know, we put her down close to eight and then she wakes up around 11 PM um, by about the time that, you know, Deanna and I are going to bed or one of us is going to bed. And then she's up until 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. and more recently, 3 a.m. This is so painful because, you know, for for one, you know, it's the lack of sleep is terrible. But also psychologically, listening to your kids scream and cry for, you know, three hours is not the most pleasant thing in the world. And on other episodes, you may have heard me mentioned that I am prone to anxiety and uh, these sleepless these sleepless nights um, have made me a lot more anxious. Um, I am medicated, you know, I'm just throwing it out there. I take Zoloft, which is a very common thing for folks to take when dealing with anxiety. Um, so I can manage I manage it a lot better now, but I also handle the anxiety better because I actually do some things with, uh, throughout the day that kind of help me set the stage for the rest of the day as I get home from work that, uh, I, I wanted to share with you guys, just in case some of you guys were dealing with a similar situation. I want to share with you guys what works well for me and it's something worth trying. So for one, I actually start Every single morning, at least during the weekdays when I'm going to, to work, um, I start every morning uh, with a centering practice. So if you don't know what this is, it's also known as meditation, whatever, um, you know, sitting in silence, just setting the stage for the day to come. And doing this early in the morning is really helpful because then you kind of lead the rest of the day with that centered state of mind. What that means is that, you know, throughout the centering exercise, which only takes about 10 minutes typically for me to do, and I actually don't just do it by myself. I have an app called called Headspace. I recommend that you guys get it. It's free. You can pay for a membership if it's something that you guys really enjoy. I, I do the membership. Um, 
but I they have different programs like self-esteem, anxiety, stress, and they talk about how to deal with those things. Something to realize about anxiety and stress is that they never go away. It's not something that you can just get rid of. Okay, so the way that you deal with it, though, is that you learn how to live with it. And by going through centering practices, uh, especially through the Headspace app, which I, I highly recommend. This isn't a plug or a paid endorsement or anything. This is just me sharing what works. Try that. Set the stage. And what you'll notice is that you learn the breathing techniques that you use in meditation in those situations where you become really tense and anxious, like when your kid is awake for three hours screaming and there's nothing that you can do about it. You take a second, you pause, you breathe in through the nose, out through the mouth. You do that for a little bit. Even when the kid is screaming and you just kind of, you hold the kid tight, you just breathe. And you'll notice that it doesn't solve the problem altogether, but it sure as hell helps. For those of you parents out there who may um, have a, a wife, a husband, a partner, whoever, in this journey of parenthood, I highly recommend having some kind of a, you know, a shift in who takes the kid for, you know, when you're about to give up, you know, and I, we've had that, you know, there have been times where Deanna will go in when Aria's crying, we'll, we'll take her for a little bit. And I'm not laying there asleep by any means because I'm listening to my kids scream, but Deanna's kind of dealing with the brunt of it. And when she gives up, she walks in, Alex, can you please take over? I do it for a little while and then vice versa. Um, by simply separating yourself from the situation, it makes it a lot easier to deal with it. It's not easy. I don't want you guys to think that it's easy, but having a partner there makes it a lot easier. If you don't have a partner in this whole thing, there are other options. Reach out to family, reach out to friends, loved ones, or even help hotlines out there. You can Google them where you can reach out to people if you're overly stressed. Um, God forbid you're about to hurt the kid out of frustration. You don't want to do that. Um, you know, Reach out to your support system. It is so important to do that. And last, and I've said this before, realize it's not personal. Your kid is hurting. Like she's, he or she has got these teeth cutting through their gums. And at the same time, they're, dealing with a tremendous amount of pain in their in their ear and their head and there's nothing that they can do about it or you can do about it realize it's all temporary also they don't hate you no matter how much it seems that they hate you because they may be screaming and flailing because of the pain or whatever you know and just realize that what it means to them when you're there with them and that you can calm them down by just holding them uh that helps me kind of realize what's truly important with all this um, is that I'm there for my kid and and she's comfortable with me holding her and if it helps her you know feel a little bit better by me suffering a bit you know at the end of the day that doesn't sound so bad I know my parents did it for me so hey maybe this is a little bit of of payback I guess uh, I guess karma does find its way back around after all so I hope some of this is valuable, and it's this has been a topic that I've been thinking about over the past week, and I wanted to share with you guys, because this is 
a huge, uh, I don't want to say an inconvenience. It's a pain, you know, it's just, it's not fun to go through. Your, your kid is in a lot of pain and, you know, in around this age, this year mark as they're dealing with a lot of changes in their body and, uh, they're starting to really grow up and you have to be there for them and you have to work with your partner to do what's best for your child. And if you'd like to contribute to the conversation, feel free to email me, the dad chronicle podcast at gmail.com. Also, I'm going to include a quick little plug here. We have another show on the network. So if you'd like to listen to video game reviews and such, check out the new show called Joystick and a Mouse. I have uh, started this new show with um, uh, with a buddy of mine, Tim, who, who's been on the show. Also, Don, who's been on the show. Uh, they are both alumni of the Geek 30 Happy Hour and the Dad Chronicle. So... Um, we sit around and talk about some of the, the fun stuff that's going on in the gaming industry and some of the things going on in our lives. Um, some of it is inherently around parenthood. Um, feel free to check it out. You can go to joystickandmouse.com. Uh, so all the information is there. Again, thank you very much for listening, and I'll see you next time. If you like this show, check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com.